Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to almost episode 50. We are on episode 49. How do you feel knowing that we're almost at episode 50, Neil? It's, uh, it's surreal. You know, fuck, we've been doing this for uh, a year. A year, yeah. We've had we've taken some week off, weeks off yeah, here and there. Yeah, just about a year. And we started this as a passion project during COVID and here we are 50 almost 50 episodes later. And still in uh in a lockdown scenario, so we we still passion is still going <laughs> still strong. Still is a here, COVID folks. passion project. There we go. Absolutely. Uh we got a fun show for you today. It's going to be some uh pretty NFL heavy as we're we're jumping into the into the NFL playoffs and, and the Super Wild Card weekend next weekend. Um, but do you want to start off with some losers of the week, Neil? I, yeah, I would love to start off with some losers. Loser. Would you like to start us off? I think everyone's loser of the week after watching that thriller of a game this past Sunday. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it was the last game of the season in the NFL. My loser of the week, we're going to get into it in a little bit, but my loser of the week as of right now is Brandon Staley, coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, for the main reason that he could have easily ended the game as a tie, mm-hmm. but instead decided to call a timeout with about 40 seconds left in the game, Leaving everyone on the opposition sideline saying, what the fuck is he doing? doing? What are you doing? And that fueled the fire in the Las Vegas Raiders to continue marching down. Let's face it. The the Las Vegas Raiders were not playing for a win. You could tell by their body language. You could tell by the hustle that they they were doing to get back to the huddles. The Las Vegas Raiders were not playing to win the game. They were playing for a tie. In that scenario, you're like, let's hang on to the ball. We'll make it to the playoffs. That's all that matters right now. But instead, they saw the Los, Los Angeles Chargers call a timeout. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go for it. They marched down the, down the field. They gave the ball to their running back. He picked up a couple first downs. They kicked a field goal. They won the game. That's what the storyline is here. Probably the stupidest timeout I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it is probably one of the stupidest timeouts you will ever see. And that is one of the most entertaining games you will ever see Mm -hmm. in the final game of the season. And to think, I think truly that Las Vegas was going to try a field goal anyways, because even if they miss with zero seconds on the clock, they miss, they make it into the playoffs. But I think Las Vegas also wanted to win the game for the sole fact that they wouldn't have to face Kansas City, and instead yeah. they could face the Bengals. Yeah, but, so, I mean, plus you, you give yourself a m- momentum going into the playoffs, right? If you get a win as opposed to just, like, yeah. getting in a tie. There's many reasons why they could have wanted to win. You know, number one for John Madden. They wanted to, to maybe have a win for him in the last game of the season. But, you know, whatever the outcome, the loser of the week, in my opinion, is Brandon Staley for forcing the Vegas Raiders to, you know, into that situation where they're like, okay, you don't want to give the other team a reason to win the game. Yeah. I'd say that that timeout lost the game for them. Yeah. Yeah. 
hundred percent. Um, I think that's a pretty solid loser. Um, my loser of the week came from last night's Raptors game. Um, at the end of the game, the very end of the game, it was it came down to like it was it was a stupid amount of, of fouls and free throws that happened at the end of the game. It was just like a, a ridiculous amount um, that didn't need to happen because the outcome of the game had already been decided pretty much. Um, but near the end of the game, Devin Booker was. Did you watch the game? Do you see the game? So Devin Booker at the end of the game was um, taking his free throws, and he got, I guess, distracted by our mascot, the Raptor, and he decided to complain to the ref about him, and the ref had to send the Raptor away. Listen, the reason why Devin Booker is my loser of the week is because look around you in the stadium. There is no one there. We are not allowed to have fans in the stadium. There's no one there. We're all sitting on our couch at home because we can't leave to go anywhere to watch it. Um, and we're, we're upset that we can't be there. We all had tickets. I had, I'm not necessarily to that game, but I had tickets for games upcoming and I can't go to them. And you have the nerve while you're taking your free throws to complain about one single fucking mascot standing in the corner. Mm. Everyone had a collective grunt. Like, are you fucking kidding me? When we were, when we were watching, at least I did. So Devin Booker is my loser of the week because in a stadium that's empty, he complained about the one fan that was there and and told the ref to get him to go away. The ref the actually sent him away. Yeah. What was the mascot doing? What every single fan does when uh, an opposing team is taking, yeah, just like that, is taking free throws, trying to distract him. And Devin Booker was like, no, get that, get him out of here. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god. I hope the next time the Suns come to Toronto, I hope Devin Booker gets booed out of there. I lost so much respect. I mean, like, I know it's a petty thing, but I lost so much respect for Devin Booker last night. And and he in uh, He fell out in the game anyways. At but the end. In the post game interviews, they were they were asking him about that. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, uh, it's all good. We hash it out. We're homies now. I'm like You're trying to make a, a joke about you're you're a piece of shit. You complained about the one fucking mascot that's there. Oh, that rubbed me such the wrong way. Like, oh my god. Empty oh, stadium. Fuck. Empty stadium. It's weird, you know. The Raptors are playing so well at home without fans. They should have won that game. And they should have won that game. They were leading for most of the game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, against the Phoenix Suns team with no Scotty Barnes on the Raptors last night, you know, it's the Raptors played well enough to win. They didn't play well enough to secure the victory. Chris Boucher had a really good night in in the absence of Scotty Barnes. Chris Boucher um, yeah. had a double-double. He had Slim almost... Slim Duck's playing well. Yeah, he is. Um, but uh, going from that, um, now that I, I've had the chance to, to catch my breath about the whole Devin Booker situation, there is some... Before we jump into the NFL, there is some, um, you know, just, just stuff happening around the NBA and the NHL. Just some some fun stuff I just want to get your opinion on. Um, have you heard about the... Obviously, Clay Thompson came back, and mm-hmm. that's that's awesome for him. His first game back in, I think, what, 941 days? His first game since uh, tearing his ACL in the, the, the 2019 NBA Finals. He was eventually... I mean, he was only supposed to miss a year. 
Um, and then he tore his ACL again. I think it was his MCL the second time. He was out for two full seasons. He was out for two full seasons. Yeah, um, because if you date it back, the first initial injury came in the playoffs against the Raptors. Yeah, exactly. Right? In that playoff run with the Raptors, he has never played in a regular season game since because he got injured in the preseason uh, the previous year where he blew out his Achilles. His Achilles, yeah. So between an ACL tear and an Achilles injury... Clay Thompson is back after missing two, almost two and a half full seasons. Two full seasons. Two full yeah. seasons. And which then, is wild. I guess, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's back, and he took 18 shots in the first game back in 19 minutes to score 17 points. Just classic Clay Thompson. Classic Clay Thompson. Yeah. Um, but there was something else that nobody's really talking about from that game, and that's the fact that Draymond started the game. Um, however, he was injured, and he was always. So the plan was, if you if you're if you were listening to any Golden State beat reporter, um, they were going to you know pay tribute to Clay Thompson coming back. So Clay Thompson didn't actually start the game; um, he came in after Draymond fouled out. So Draymond was injured. He started the game. As soon as the ball was tipped off, he went over to the other player and he got a foul. So that he could come out of the game, the stoppage could happen. He could come out of the game. Clay Thompson could come into the game. So because of this, um, obviously there's there's bets happening in the games, um, and there's over unders on all of these players. Yeah. So Draymond Green was eligible to be part of this betting situation, um, and so everyone and their mother was betting on the under for Draymond Green. Because they all knew that he was going to start the game and then foul out immediately. Because he was injured. He's not He's not going to play the game. He's injured. Um, but it was just for show that he was going to start the game and foul out. Yeah. So everyone... I was seeing some bets and people were p- putting like $10,000 on the under. All of the unders for Draymond Green. And the payout was ridiculous. But a lot of these, like Bet365, a lot of these companies haven't paid these bets out yet because they're trying to figure out if they should. And I'm just curious to know your opinion on if they should. Hell yeah, they should. If they have any sort of event going on, regardless, I've made bets on Bet365 where a player gets injured. And it's you lose that yeah, bet but if they get injured. before the game starts, even, like... The fact of the matter is, Draymond Green had a minute played in that game. He didn't even have a minute. He played in the game, though. It still counts as a minute. Yes, yes. He is technically in the game. He technically played in the game. He technically was part of the game. Mm -hmm. He's technically valid to be bet on. And that's what these NBA prop bets are. You bet on whether... Vegas sets a line for these prop bets. So, Draymond, if the line is like five and a half assists... Seven and a half points, seven and a half rebounds. You take the under, and he only plays one minute and doesn't get a single like stat in each category. You win the bet. Mm-hmm. That's all that should be discussed. If you know there's some insider info and something going on there, then what these betting sites should have done is do their own research and remove the player. Remove the player, yeah. From those from those events, they failed to do so a loophole that some people knew and took advantage of good for them they deserve to get paid out end of story yeah that's that's honestly my opinion too a lot of people are having some i've been seeing a lot of contrasting opinions here 
Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I no, I agree. If, if I wish I, I wish I'd I'd known that. I so wish I, I knew too. I I only found out after the game. Yeah, that they that they were going to do that. Um, but obviously, like people in in California knew because they were seeing a lot of their their favorite reporters comment on this and so like i don't know i i'm 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 upset that i didn't take advantage of making those of bets. course just complete easy wins but uh yeah no that was um something that not a lot of people are talking about and i just found very interesting um obviously the devin booker situation happened last night the raptors are playing well I think they're on the up right now. Um, I I think my bet with a lot of people about the Raptors finishing top six in the East is looking pretty good right now. Um, some NHL stuff before we get into the NFL. Um, Tuka Rask is back with the Bruins. One year, one mil. He's. Do you like this deal? Like, He's a millionaire. I mean, he. <laughs> it's not like he wasn't before. Yeah, I don't. I you always knew if Tuka Rask was a to come back this year that he would be with the Bruins organization. Um, sure. I like the deal. You know, it's a, it's a low risk uh, contract for both sides. Tuka Rask has been working with the Boston Bruins AHL team in Providence. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he's back, you know, he's, he's probably not going to be playing starter sort of of games. He might work his way into the starter position. They have three capable goalies now. You know, with them signing Ulmark uh, at the beginning of the season, he's been like the 1A. And then they have uh, Swayman, who's probably going to get sent back down to the AHL, which sucks for him because he's been playing well. He's the youngest, though, and he's he's their up-and-coming, right? Yeah, he, he's the only one that is eligible to be sent down to the AHL without having to clear waivers as well. So good move for the Bruins. I fucking hate the Bruins, so I don't really care what they do. Um, I do like Tukaras, though. I think he's been treated like shit by the Bruins. I think, um, remember when in yeah. the, the playoff bubble when he decided to leave, he decided to leave the team for family matters. He, he was, um, his family, ma- his family was having health problems and he decided to leave and just the Boston reporters and the Boston media just went after him Yeah, and like called him a piece of shit and just like hated him. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we got to get Tuka Rask out of there. I know that's but for some reason he wanted to stay. So he's back. Did you see um, the the Edmonton Oilers GM Ken Holland in his press conference? Uh, no. D- depending on what press conference you're talking about. Well, he. I mean, obviously the new GM. He's he's wanting to change the culture of of you know the Edmonton Oilers. Um, but he one of the main things he talked about was the fact that he's been in contact with Evander Kane. Um, Evander Kane obviously um, is not coming back. To the San Jose Sharks. I feel like we've we all we all know that. No, he's his contract has been terminated. Yeah, it's on waivers. Well, he cleared waivers. He's a free agent now, so but he's Ken, free. He's yeah. free to sign anywhere he wants. Ken Holland came out and said uh, he believes in second chances. Um, one of my favorite Twitter takes from that was, um, "Does Ken Holland not know how to count properly?" Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, what what are your thoughts on this? I think Evander Kane would look really good beside um, the second best player on that team in McDavid. Oh my god! Um, I think you know having. Why did a, I give you the opportunity to make that comment? <laughs> Why did I do that? I I think you know the Hyman uh, on on one side and Evander Kane on the other with McDavid in the middle is, is a great 
you know, a great pairing. I remember playing NHL in the early 2000s when you would have to, when you're adjusting your lineup on NHL, uh, and you would have to like work on chemistry. So you yeah. have a guy that's good with finesse. Then you have a guy who has that hammer beside his name. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's a rough and tough, like pounder yeah. style player. And then you have a guy who's great at passing. And I feel like if you add a Vander Kane, he's that guy with the hammer beside his name who would, you know, be a protector on the line with McDavid who would, you know, toughen up that team a bit and, and that line, especially, especially if you got a guy on the back line, like Duncan Keith, who's seemingly three years younger than God. And, you sure. know, you could add some toughness and that, I think that's what that team needs. So I'd be shocked to see if they didn't sign him and have him on the first line with McDavid. The best player on the team. Um, I I don't know. I, I think, uh, obviously, Evander Kane left the Sharks because there was a lot of, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff going on. Um, he's got a lot of, of, of personal issues he's got going on, um, a lot of legal matters that he's got going on right now. Um, and plus, he's apparently, according to, you know, um, coaching staff of his past and other players of his past, he's, he's not great to be around in the locker room. So I don't know if um, changing the culture of the Edmonton Oilers means bringing in a player like Evander Kane. I don't know. I don't think that's the that's the path they want to go down. Um, I think they have a lot of talent on that team, and I think it sounds like they have a, a, a good chemistry going on in the locker room. So I don't know if you want to bring Evander Kane into that. Um, obviously, he's he's a good player. He's a well-rounded player, um, but. It's it's you're not just taking on a player in that in that situation. You're taking on everything he brings to that organization. Yeah, I'm just thinking about fantasy right now. Yeah, of course you know, you're thinking about. You've already picked up a Vander Kane. You're already like, all right, let's go. Let's yeah. Put him he's with he's a stud in in banger leagues, but you know, the, you you bring up a lot of good points. And and the thing is, the Oilers need a shakeup. They do. They have the entire season. They've underperformed. If you're going to bring in an impact player, whether it be against like everything that you're believing in, you bring that player in on a really? one-year contract. I think you do. There's no other impact players out there without giving up, mortgaging the future that the Oilers can go out and, and get right now. Evander Kane is out there for free. Of course they're talking to his agent. I know, but they're going to have to sign him and they're gonna, he's going to take up cap space. Yeah, I've, on a bare minimum contract, you take that chance. Yeah. I think you do. Fair enough. Um, one other thing, NHL-wise, I want to talk about before we move into NFL. Um, obviously, Jack Eichel is back with the Vegas Golden Knights. He's skating with them. He's um, he's in a no, non-contact jersey, which means it's going to still be a while before we see him. Um, but he's skating um, after his surgery, after his next surgery. Um but I was watching the Leafs game in the Vegas Leafs versus Vegas game last night. Great game, by the way. Came down to a shootout. Uh, Willie ended it. Um, but they were they were breaking down every contract that Vegas has right now. They've got a lot of hefty contracts on that team um, to the point where if all of them were to come back right now, they wouldn't be able to fit all of these players. Or they wouldn't be able to fit a majority of these players on this team. Um, so there's, there was a lot of talk last night about how they're going to manage that. And um, one of the commentators brought up something interesting is that once you get to the playoffs, there's no cap space in the playoffs. As soon as you start the playoffs, the cap doesn't exist. 
So all these players right now for Vegas, as long as Vegas makes the playoffs, they can keep all these players on long-term IR. They're not taking up any cap space when they're on IR, when they're on long-term IR. So once these all these players, you know, they could do the Nikita Kucherov situation last year with Tampa. Once these players get to the playoffs, once this team gets to the playoffs, they can bring all these players back for game one because there's no cap. So they could win the Stanley Cup like the Tampa Bay Lightning did with a team that's over the cap. And Vegas, if they were to win the Stanley Cup this year, they would win significantly more over the cap than Tampa did. Tampa was, I think, uh, 17 mil over the cap. If Vegas were to win, they I think it's 35 to $40 million over the cap. If Who's they, on their L- LTIR right now? They've got Pacioretty on their LTIR. He's on like yeah. a $10 million contract. Um, Jack Eichel, that's a hefty contract. Um, they got a couple of others that are on there. Alec Martinez is another one. Um, he hasn't played since November 10th or something like that. He's got a hefty contract. Um, th- yeah, there's a lot of like $10 million contracts on that team that like, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see if what they do in the playoffs. But that's going to be a great addition for that team come playoffs. Jack Eichel's a stud. Um, can't believe that they managed to pull that deal off. I can't believe no one else had a be- didn't have a better deal to match um, what the Sabres were looking for. But anyways, that's here nor there. Um, let's move on. Yeah. Talk some NFL. Let's get into it. It's uh, It's happening. The, the wild card weekend is upon us. Um, do we want to get into... What do we want to talk about first, Neil? Let's talk about the Steelers. Oh, my God. Okay, I shouldn't have The Pittsburgh Steelers, an option. who coming into this past week had a 10% chance of making the playoffs. They needed a lot to happen. They needed to win their game, obviously, on the road in Baltimore against their arch rival, Baltimore Ravens. I don't know how the fuck this happened. They managed to sneak out that a win in Baltimore against Huntley in overtime. First thing's done. Check that off the list. Second, they needed the worst team in the league to beat the Indianapolis Colts, a team who was playoff bound. There was no chance that they would lose this game. They were 16, I think I believe 16 point favorites. In this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts, all they had to do, the Colts had to win the game and they were in the playoffs. That's yeah. it. That's all they yeah. had to do. And they they got absolutely destroyed. Not just, they, they didn't just like lose. They didn't lose on like a last minute field goal or a comeback by the Jaguars. They got absolutely manhandled from start to finish by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this game was in Jacksonville. And this game had their fan, the Jacksonville fans show up with clown costumes on. To, to protest their management. Yeah. And they still won. <laughs> handedly. Oh. They won handedly. Anyways, two things done. So now the last thing that the Steelers need, above all fucking odds, the Jacksonville Jaguars winning, Steelers winning, the Steelers only needed a victory by either team. <laughs> either team. In the Los Angeles Chargers and Vegas Raiders game, and they're in. The game that we alluded to at the start. Of the this game time. that we started out the segment with. And there was a 98% chance, 98 or 99% chance of the Steelers being in to the playoffs after they after those two outcomes in the first 
one o'clock set of games. Mm-hmm. This game came down to two seconds left in the in overtime in a tied game. And sure enough, you know, the Vegas Raiders kicked a field goal and won the game, and the Steelers are in the playoffs to face off against the Kansas City Chiefs in the first round. How's that game going to go, Neil? So I just wanted to talk about, before we get into our predictions, I just wanted to talk about how the Steelers oh made it God. in. Because that was of, impressive. It's honestly. a fucking miracle. It was that, that whole, I mean, I was, you could have made that into a movie just then. Like that whole that whole scenario that you just pointed out, like everything happening from the the Steelers beating the Ravens. My which, head is spinning just thinking about that. It's yeah. just crazy. Jacksonville beating the Colts. Literally, all the Colts had to do was just win that game. That's it, and they were in the playoffs. It's insane. Anyways, the Steelers sneak into the playoffs as a seven seed, um, going up against the Chiefs in the first round. What are your thoughts on this first round matchup? Let's go over each matchup here, and we'll we'll talk about what we what we think is going to happen afterwards. All right. So starting off with the Chiefs and the Steelers, um, I think the final score might come might be like a 30, 38 to to seven, maybe 38, <laughs> 38 six. I wouldn't even give them a field goal. I after. don't think Tyreek Hill is. If he does play, I think he's going to have a really badly injured heel. I you think, think so? if the Steelers. Their their Achilles heel right now is stopping the run. If they can manage to to stop a team who doesn't even run the ball that often, I think they have a chance in this game. But they're thirteen and a half or fourteen point uh, underdogs in this game. We've seen Jacksonville do it. Steelers, I believe, as a fan, are going to pull this one out. See, what if this is the opposite to last? You know, they're advertising this as as Ben Roethlisberger's retirement His retirement party. party yeah. Which, I, I mean, look back to last season when the Steelers were in the playoffs um, and they got manhandled by the Browns. In the, yeah. in the, first, the first drive, really. Remember when um, the, the, the center just tried to bring the ball back to Roethlisberger and it went like 10 feet over his head. And then that's, from then on, it was just like an embarrassing game for the Steelers. They tried to come back. They did. Um, but if if you look, if you compare that game to this game, like what if the opposite happens here? What if the Chiefs off the first drive just look like an uncoordinated team, and the Steelers come out and win this game? Chiefs slapped the Steelers up. They won by like thirty points a couple weeks ago, which is actually a good thing. Yeah, exactly. That was for this the right now. Season. You know, like the Chiefs are probably coming in here saying, "Oh fuck, we got an easy first round matchup." Let's look ahead to the second matchup. Exactly. Which that's I, where the Steelers are going to pounce. Obviously, they're calling it the retirement party of Ben yeah. Hamburger. Helper. I think the Steelers, Najee Harris will go off in this game. Deontay Johnson's going to catch an, an, uh, like 12 passes because Ben is going to throw five-yard passes. Five-yard passes the entire game. Yeah. Um, Claypool's going to catch a long touchdown. And the Steelers are going to win 24-22 to 22 is my, my guess in this game. So... That's my guess. They move on to play the Titans in the second round. I think the Titans then beat you them the in the second round. You think the Steelers are going to beat the Chiefs? I think the Steelers beat the Chiefs. Wow. Okay. But I don't think they get past the Titans because Derrick Henry is back. And Yeah, but is he fully healthy? Remember last week I think I was telling you that I think the Titans are going to make it to the, the finals. Still have that happening. Um, my prediction is the Bills are able to beat the Patriots. 
The Bills will then face off against the Bengals. Because mm-hmm. the Bengals are going to beat the Raiders. Bengals are going to beat the Raiders. I've already told you this. You know, there's no way that... <laughs> With the way that Joe Burrow is playing right now, uh, I, I, he can't be stopped. So I think the Bengals beat the Raiders. Um, See, I don't think the Bills beat the Patriots. Bills beat the Patriots, in I, my opinion. I don't think that happens. I think the Patriots beat the Bills. Bills, Bills are red hot right now, but... It's in Buffalo. I don't think... Yeah, but Bills are red hot. You're forgetting about a Bill here. You're forgetting about Bill Belichick. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it's it a rookie quarterback in the playoffs. I think he's going to struggle. I don't. I don't know. I think the Bills will beat the Patriots and then beat the Bengals and then lose to the Titans in the AFC Finals. Do so you think um, it's going to be Bills and Titans in the final? Yeah, where the Titans go to the Super Bowl with Derrick Henry riding Derrick Henry all the way. The thing is, the Titans look good on defense right now, and they have a healthy, somewhat healthy Julio Jones and a healthy AJ Brown. So they have their entire offense healthy. It's just their defense that they have to worry about, right? But if you're running the ball with Derrick Henry 30 times a game, mm-hmm. you don't even have to worry about defense because you have the ball the entire game. I think whatever defense makes it out of that Bills-Patriots game is going to give Derrick Henry the fight of his life. I think both the Bills and the Patriots defenses, it's going to be the, the Derrick Henry show versus whatever defense that is. I think that's going to be the storyline. Yeah. Because both of those defenses are really good. And if you put so them up against Derek So Henry, you're in agreement that you think the Titans will, will go to that final? No, I'm, I'm talking about in your scenario. Okay. I'm talking about, you know, if if that were to happen, yeah. I think that's that's going to be the storyline. I don't I don't agree with, with every... I'm, first of all, I don't think the Steelers are going to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> Let's just start there. Um but um, in my opinion, I think the Patriots are going to be the Bills. I think that's going to be upset um, number one of the of the postseason. Um, and then the Chiefs. So the Chiefs are going to beat the Steelers. The Chiefs are going to go and then play the. I guess they'll play the Patriots in the second round. Um, and then the Titans will play the Bengals. Right? No, sorry. The Titans would play the Patriots. Titans would play play the Patriots. And one v six. Yeah. yeah. And then the Chiefs would play the Bengals. Um, the Chiefs beat the Bengals. Um, ah, that's a tough one. See, I made my bracket not thinking. Then you, about... you think the Titans beat the Patriots? If you, I think the Titans beat the Patriots. Yeah. So then you have the Titans against the Chiefs. Titans against the Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't that great of a defense. So what do you think happens in there? I think in that in that matchup, if that were to happen, the Titans would make it to the Super Bowl. So the Titans to the Super Bowl is what you're saying. So we're in agreement. Yeah. Doesn't matter how they get there. Fair. So we're in agreement. The Titans with the number one bye. They have a bye in wildcard weekend this weekend coming up. Um, get Derrick Henry healthy. That's all you got to do. I think their path is just being the number one seed. Their path is so nice right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it boils down to whether they can get past the number two or number three. You think the number six seed in the Patriots. Okay, so with AFC, we have the Titans coming out. Collectively, we both agree on that. Suck NFC. So we have a lot of matchups going on here that are very interesting. Um, the Packers have the bye. Mm-hmm. So they finish as a number one seed. Um, First one is uh, Bucks eagles I have the Bucks coming out of 
Yeah, I think this most, game. most people have the Bucks. Yeah. I, I just don't see the Eagles, um, their mediocre offense, their yeah. rookie quarterback making it past one of the best defenses in the league. Um, plus, you put Tom Brady against any defense, and he's going to go off. It doesn't matter who's – like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you lose Antonio Brown. You lose um, Godwin. Godwin's out. Um, so, you really only have Mike Evans. But it doesn't, doesn't matter. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? The other two matchups are a little interesting, though. They we are. The, we got the Cowboys and 49ers. The 49ers with that massive comeback win on the weekend against the Rams. I think this game is going to be a shootout. I think this is – this is literally going to be a shootout game. With the 49ers and Cowboys? Yeah. It's in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Cowboys will prevail here. I do too. We're, um, we're in agreement so far on the NFC. So Bucks, Cowboys. So one through three in the NFC we think make it through. Mm-hmm. Rams, Cardinals. This is where it gets, gets interesting. This is, yeah. I think, going to be the best wild card game of that Rams have looked a little vulnerable. We've already seen the Cardinals look vulnerable. They've gone from the one seed to the five seed in the last five weeks. So, I mean, there's... Can I tell you my prediction? You think the Cardinals win? No, I think the Rams win. I also think the Rams win. I think the Rams are going to win. It's going to be a very fun game to watch. Um, but you just look at the the defense of the Rams. Like I think that this defense of the Rams shuts down Kyler Murray. So if we th- if we're in agreement right now, mm-hmm. uh, one through four uh, will advance. The Packers will then face off against the Rams, mm-hmm. and then the Bucks and Cowboys face off. Cowboys. Oh, that's going to be a fun matchup. Both of those matchups are going to be yeah. fun as hell. So so Cowboys and Bucks first. What do you think happens there? It will be a home game for the Bucks if they win. Yeah, I think the Bucks um, not easily, but I do think the Bucks beat the Cowboys here. Um, I don't think the Cowboys um, are, are a contending team right now. I just don't. I think the Cowboys win. I think without... You think the Cowboys the beat Tom Brady in the Bucs? I think Bucks. the Cowboys beat Tom Brady in the Bucks. Really? And I've, I've learned my lesson for 20 years to not bet against Tom Brady. And you're still betting against Tom Brady. And I'm going to say the Cowboys... I don't even like the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. Everyone hates but the I Cowboys. But I think with, with the injuries to Leonard Fournette, to Chris Godwin, the loss of Antonio Brown, it, it's just too much off of this offense. But like I was saying, it doesn't matter. Tom Brady doesn't need... Tom a, Brady is only as good as his offensive weapons. That's not true. Wow. It's Tom Brady. Don't bet against Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the best quarterback to ever play football in the world. Does He doesn't need a star receiver. Plus, he's got Mike Evans. That's all he needs. Yeah, even if Mike Evans is triple covered, he's gonna find someone else. It's gonna happen. (laughs) Okay, so we're 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 split in that decision between the Bucks and Cowboys. Um, But then the Rams and the Packers. Rams Packers. What do you think goes on there? It's gonna be a good game. Um, I think the Rams win. We're we're in complete disagreement with the entire NFC. It seems like I mean we got through the wild card. The thing is, like, one through four, any of those four teams can win. Yeah. You know, and you're thinking the Rams prevail mm-hmm. past the Packers. Mm-hmm. Do you think they prevail past the Bucks in your scenario? Um, Wait, so do you think the, the Packers are going to beat um, the Rams? Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers will make it to the Super Bowl. I don't think Aaron Rodgers makes it to the Super Bowl. I think it's, it's the one seeds in both divisions that face off in the Super Bowl this year. I think Aaron Rodgers gets coronavirus before the NFC Championship game. 
Okay. That's a <laughs> bold prediction. Just kidding. It's a um, bold prediction. No, he's unvaccinated and he's an asshole. Um, so the Packers versus Rams. I do think the Rams win. I think the Rams go on to face the Bucks. I think the Bucks make it to the Super Bowl. Bucks in the Super Bowl. So Bucks against Titans. Yep. So 1v2. So what do you have coming out of that game? The Bucks are going to beat the Titans. So the Bucks are the champions. They're going to go back to back, is your opinion. The Bucks have a very good chance of losing in the first round against the Eagles. Against I don't the think Eagles. they. I don't think they will. I just there's a chance. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't feel good about the it's Bucks. Tom Brady. Neil. I felt good about the Bucks maybe five weeks ago, but those losses: Godwin, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. You're not gonna. The Rams are great at stopping the run. Let's just face it. You know what I mean? If they face off against the Bucks, they'll stop anyone's run game. Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller. Like, these are stoppers. You can't run against that team. You can't run against the Bucks either. I get it. But Cam Akers is back for the Rams. They're, they're, they're getting healthy at the right time. Yeah, they lost Robert Woods, but they brought in Odell. So yeah. I like the Rams. You think the Rams are going to make the Super Bowl? I don't think they get past the Packers. I think the Packers are easily the best team in the nfc as their record shows um i don't think they beat the titans though i think the titans will win the super bowl this year i think the packers are making it to the super bowl but the titans win the super bowl yeah i don't think the titans i don't know i, don't I think, think the titans if they're healthy which they are right now will win the super bowl ryan Tannehill is not a good enough quarterback it to... doesn't have to be we've seen not a, not good enough quarterbacks win super bowls nick Foles with the eagles he won the super bowl derrick henry is all I have to say. It's Yeti season. <laughs> I mean, literally, it's it Yeti is. season. Yeah. Derrick Henry is healthy. And <clears throat> he fin- you realize Derrick Henry finished eighth in rushing yards this season? Even after missing Even half after the season? Even after missing half the season, yeah. Derrick eighth. Henry is the best running back probably that this league has ever seen. Yeah. Like, he's, he's up there. He's so, very much up there. Consider this. You can't stop... You, if you're focusing on Derrick Henry and stopping Derrick Henry, and now you have two all-star wide receivers that are healthy back, yeah, how are you, you going to stop that? Which receivers are you talking about? A.J. Brown and yeah. Julio Jones. I wouldn't go as far to say Julio Jones is a that good of a receiver, but... He is when healthy. Yeah, is he going to stay he healthy is. for the entire playoffs? Uh, that's to be seen, but I don't know. They have a first-round bye. They have to win... Three games in the playoffs to win the Super Bowl. True. It's going to be a fun time. This I'm really excited for this wildcard weekend. I'm really excited for it. They split it up. It's it's not going to be... Um, I think last year they did the three games per day. Did they do that last year? I'm pretty sure they did. But this year they're doing Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So yeah. they're doing two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday, two games on Monday. I'm pretty sure they did three games, and it was just Saturday and Sunday last season. But anyways, um, that's what's happening this this weekend. I'm so excited for it. Who's your your pick for playoff MVP? Um, well, based off of what um, my predictions are for the entire playoffs, I think you still give it to Derrick Henry. Derrick think- Henry's going to take over. I think. I think it'll be Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm so fucking sick of talking about Aaron Rodgers. I know. I, it, this is what he's, you know, him when he was 
you know, talking about coming back this season, I think this is what he was waiting for is the playoffs, you know, and he did it with, you know, not a very great offense. He made that offense, right? We haven't really seen coming into the season. We had um, high hopes for, you know, their tight end. We had high hopes for Alan Lazard. We had high hopes for many pieces on this team, but it's prevailed that it's only Devontae Adams that he can throw to to make an impact and now MVS to a, a certain extent but for that for those deep throws he's got MVS yeah. but yeah we'll see do you want to do you want to place a bet on it on what on their first round matchup I was going to say MVP I, well, I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers what do you think Derek Henry you're going with my Titans. You're going with my finals <laughs> prediction hey, here. You're the one that picked Aaron Rodgers. Okay, let's go. Twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. Okay, we'll shake on it. We'll shake on it. There you go. All right. I go Aaron Rodgers. So uh, on top of that, I mean we're in agreement at least to the AFC. Uh, we have an exciting wild card weekend coming up this weekend. We're going to talk about that a little bit more next weekend and the results from that weekend. Next week, we're also going to get into our end of season fantasy awards, which I'm really looking forward to because uh, a lot of you who listen to us throughout the, the year with fantasy pickups of the year either did super well or not so well as we did. Um, we're going to talk about biggest surprises, fantasy sweethearts, biggest busts. Oh, I've got a lot of busts. I've got a bus. long list of busts. Let me tell you. And then we're also going to talk about most potential. You know that uh, we're going to going into next year's fantasy, who will outperform their ADP next year? So uh, we're looking forward to talking a bit, a bit more about that next week. Anything else? I'm no? good. I'm just super excited for this wildcard week. Yeah, I'm stoked. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 